Hey, I'm Maria Hedian, a former corporate professional turned CEO and fashion career educator. At 15, I decided I was going to be in the fashion industry and set out to find my path, no matter what that took. With zero industry context, I worked job after job, some of them completely unpaid, in order to find my way into this exclusive industry. Knowing the hardships of getting into the fashion industry firsthand, I took 20 plus years of personal experiences and turned them into tools to help you turn your passion into confidence and your dreams into reality. Join me each week as we discuss all of your career questions and identify behind the scenes industry strategies and techniques. Every episode is designed to help you take immediate action that will take your fashion career to the next level. Together, we will make your fashion career dreams a reality. This is Into the Fashion Industry. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Into the Fashion Industry Career Podcast, where I come to you each week with tips and strategies to help you start or further your fashion career. This week, I have a special treat just in time for the holidays. As my personal Christmas gift to you, I'm giving you eight hacks that can help you make your LinkedIn profile a tool that you can use to get ahead in your career. Now, those of you that know me know that I absolutely love LinkedIn. It's honestly one of my favorite platforms for professionals, and unfortunately, not many people take advantage of all of the tools and the opportunities that it can bring to your career. These tips and tricks will be great to make your profile visible to more recruiters and hiring managers. They'll also help to put your work out there, elevating your experience and your overall professional profile. Now, if you don't have a LinkedIn account yet, this is your sign to sign up. Registration is super simple and the benefits are definitely worth it. As I go through these steps and these tricks, I'll be going from basic to more advanced. At the end, I'll do a quick review to go over anything that you might have missed. Now, those of you that have already done the first few, let it serve as a refresher or use it as a tool to review what you have and update it as needed. Okay, the first tip may not seem important, but trust me when I say it makes a big difference, especially when you're sharing your profile with companies or recruiters. When you first sign up to LinkedIn, you're given a unique URL. It usually starts with linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash and then lots of numbers. The idea and the goal here is to change this URL to reflect your name. Not only does this make you look more professional, but it's much easier to share your LinkedIn profile when it's your name versus a long list of random numbers. Now to do this, you're gonna need to head over to your profile, assuming that you've registered and have a LinkedIn account. And from there, look on the right side of the page to where it says edit public profile and URL. Click on that link and a new page will open. In that same area on the top right side of the page, you'll see a section that says edit your custom URL. Click on that little pencil icon and it's gonna prompt you to change the last part of the long URL that you were given. It's important to note that you won't be able to remove anything before the slash, as every single account on LinkedIn has to have the LinkedIn and the in areas before your unique profile identifier. In this space, feel free to add your first and your last name. For some of you with more common names, you may need to do something like add a middle initial, a number, or even a special character because your first and last names may be taken. Again, doing any of this will still be a better option than keeping the list of random numbers that LinkedIn automatically gives you. There are two very important things that you need to remember when creating your custom URL. Number one, the part that you add at the end of the URL is case sensitive. 
which means that if you include any capital letters, you're going to have to always use them that way, or else your profile page is not going to show up. And instead, anyone who types in your URL without using the capital letters is going to receive an error message. And number two, you can change your custom URL up to five times over the course of six months. Now, I don't recommend changing it too often, mainly because people won't be able to find you this way. The next thing we're going to talk about might be one of the most important aspects of your profile, and that is your profile picture. A good profile photo can make a big difference in how recruiters or hiring managers perceive you. Now, something very important that you need to understand about this platform is that it's made for professionals. It's a professional networking site, and as such, your profile picture needs to reflect this. Unlike other social media apps or sites, LinkedIn is a little bit more serious. Think of this as a preliminary meeting with recruiters and hiring managers, one where they will see your picture, your summary, and your experience. Just like you would dress professionally and as your best self for the interview itself, you'll want to do the same with your profile page. So what you're going to do is first, take an existing photo of yourself that you absolutely love. Make sure it's professional, high quality, clear, and it represents you well. Use an image where you're facing forward, your face is not covered by anything, and you definitely don't want to use selfies or group photos. Then you're going to head to Canva or any image app that you like and create the image size for your profile picture. In this case, the recommended dimensions for LinkedIn are 400 by 400 pixels. While it's great to shoot the image during the day where there's plenty of light on a white background, this may not always be possible, and that's okay. All you'll have to do is remove the background from your picture. If you have an iOS phone, you'll be able to do this by pressing down on any part of the image that has you in it. It's going to automatically copy just you and remove the background. If you're using Canva and you have a Pro account, all you have to do is click the background remover feature. Now, if you don't have a Canva Pro account, there are two great sites that I recommend for removing your background for free, and I'll link these in the show notes as well. They are remove.bg and lunapic.com. Before I had my Canva Pro account, I actually used both of these sites all the time when creating these types of professional looking headshots. From there, once you remove the background from your picture, head back to Canva or whatever program you're using and add a background, preferably in white, but this can be your choice. I personally like to use a light marble background and then change the color just a little bit to give it some texture. From here, you're gonna download the image, save it into your camera roll, and then head to your LinkedIn profile. Click on your current picture, then select view or edit profile photo. Then you'll select your photo, add it in, click upload from photos, choose the image that you just created, adjust it as necessary, hit save, and voila, you've got yourself a professional headshot without needing to hire a personal photographer. The next item on our list of LinkedIn tips and tricks is your about summary. Your about area is a great place to showcase your unique strengths and accomplishments. Use it to tell your professional story, highlight your achievements, and explain why you're a good fit for the types of roles that you're interested in. The about section of your LinkedIn profile is similar to a brand summary on a resume. It's where you get to share your experience before getting to your actual job section. Now, for those of you who haven't listened to my episode about branding statements and skill tables, head over to episode number nine so that you know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, in this section, you want to make sure that you write a compelling summary. It's your chance to introduce yourself, highlight your skills and experiences, and because it's on the top of your profile, it's what recruiters and hiring managers are going to see before getting to your actual experience area. 
So you want to be sure to use keywords that recruiters and hiring managers might be searching for and include any achievements or accolades that showcase your expertise. Something important that you need to remember, and not many people do, is that LinkedIn can be used as a search engine. Similar to Google, you can type in keywords into the search bar and come up with results within the site or the app that match what you're looking for. In this particular case, you want to make sure that you include keywords to be searchable to recruiters. If someone typed in a specific skill that they're looking for a candidate to have, if you have that same skill listed in your summary area, there's a much better chance that you'll be part of the results that that person gets, giving you an advantage over other people on LinkedIn. When creating this area, be sure to use bullet points, not paragraphs, to speak to your experience, skills, and your work. During the pandemic, I actually had my LinkedIn profile audited. Yes, this exists, and it was eye-opening to say the least. One of the biggest call-outs that my auditor had about my summary section was that it was way too long and needed to be in bullet point style in order to be short, sweet, and effective. A few weeks after revamping my profile, using this bullet point model for my summary and putting more of an emphasis on the keywords I was using, I swear to you, I had two recruiters randomly reach out via private message with potential projects. It works. Now, if at any point during this episode, you want to see examples of what I'm talking about in real time, feel free to head over to my LinkedIn profile. I never teach what I don't utilize myself. So you'll be able to see all of the tips and tricks that I'm talking about in this episode directly on my profile page. Okay, heading down the page, the next important part of your profile is the featured area. You'd be surprised to know the number of people that don't add anything to this area at all. It's always so shocking for me to see this in my students' LinkedIn profiles. Information has a way to affect us and stay with us when we're able to see it, especially if it comes in the form of images or colors. The featured area in LinkedIn is the perfect place to showcase your work and your accomplishments. For those of you who are just starting out, don't feel like you need to have tons of experience or projects under your belt in order to use the section. This is where you can link to school projects, case studies, blogs, podcasts, anything that was made by you and relates to some area of the work you've done are currently doing or that you aspire to do. If you have an online portfolio, this is the place to add it. It's the perfect prelude to your experience section because it's visual and it will give recruiters a chance to see what you're capable of while giving you the opportunity to stand out in the process. If there's anything you take from this episode at all, let it be this. Use the featured area to your advantage. No project is too small. This is a place to show off your vision, your work, your projects, and your ideas. The next part of your profile we absolutely need to talk about is your experience area. This area is what most resembles a resume on this platform, so you need to be sure to fill it out accordingly. It always baffles me when I see people leave this area blank and just add the company that they worked for and their position. Would you ever turn in a resume that only had company names and your positions? No, right? So treat this area in the exact same way, but with even more care, because here it's available to a much wider range of people from networks all around the world. Similar to your about summary, you'll want to make sure that you're using descriptive words and industry keywords to be more searchable to brands and recruiters. Some additional things to point out here. If you're treating this area like a digital resume, remember that one, Grammar is so important. I'm not just talking about spelling here. Make sure to watch your tenses. 
If you currently have the job that you're listing, every single bullet point under that position should be written in the present tense. All other jobs that you've had but you're no longer a part of should have past tense verbs that start each bullet point. And two, try to change up the verbs for each bullet point so that it doesn't look like a long list of things that start with being responsible for or in charge of tasks. Sites like wordhippo.com are amazing at providing synonyms to help you expand your points and your information a little bit. Now, if you find that you don't remember certain tasks or you don't know how to professionally articulate them, see if you can search for that same position within the site and take a look at what others have included as their responsibilities. Now, I'm not saying that you should be using these and copying anyone's work word for word, but instead, use them as a reference. Chances are your roles weren't identical anyway, so you should never be adding experience that you personally don't have. Once you've got these key components of your profile set up, the next important step is to connect with industry professionals that are currently on the site. LinkedIn is a virtual connector, meaning its algorithm works by showing you the activity from people that are connected to you, which in turn helps you connect to them as well. In essence, it allows you to create a personal network based on people you may know and extend to the people that they know, giving you and them an opportunity to connect. The beauty of this is that it helps you reach a wider audience, both with your posts and with your profile. Over time, your network will grow and it'll get stronger. This helps greatly when you're looking for a job or a potential next project, as the more people are connected to you, the more chances you have of finding someone or something that can help. The first thing that you'll want to do is reach out to any people that you've worked with in the past or you know from school or any clubs or organizations that you may be a part of. Feel free to add friends or family members because, just as I mentioned, this is going to help you connect to their network of people on LinkedIn in addition to yours. LinkedIn actually has a feature that allows you to invite people whose numbers or emails you have saved to connect with you. A word of caution, though, before hitting yes on this feature, just make sure that you want to connect to everyone whose numbers or emails you have saved on your phone. When I was first starting out on LinkedIn, I clicked OK and later realized that it not only sent an invite to connect with everyone I worked with at my current company, but the invite also went out to people I had known for years, including (laughs) ex-boyfriends. One of them actually reached out to me after thinking that I was trying to reconnect with him on a more personal level. All I'm saying is, just make sure you're sending an invite to people that you actually want to send to and not just everyone in your contacts. Once you've reached out to the people you know, make a list of companies that you want to work with or that you really like. Search each of these companies and click on the People tab on their page. This is going to show you all of the different people that work in that company. If anyone stands out as someone that you could learn something from or would like to connect more about, request them as a connection. Remember that LinkedIn is all about building connections. So make sure to reach out to professionals in your industry and don't be afraid to request senior members of companies. They'll usually have lots of wisdom to share. When you're sending these out, just note that some of these contacts may not respond to your invite right away and others may not respond at all. Also, whenever possible, try to write a small note or a message to them when you're requesting to connect. I know that it asks you to explain how you know them, but if you're requesting someone that you are sure you don't know, instead of saying that, just let them know why you're looking to connect, whether it be because you want to learn more about their position, their company, or simply to expand your network within the fashion industry. Honesty is the best policy here. Keep it simple, precise, and always professional. Another huge component of using the site to network, and your tip number seven, 
is to use LinkedIn groups to your advantage. Now, LinkedIn groups are a great way to connect with professionals in your industry and to stay up to date on the latest industry trends and news. If you join relevant groups and you participate in discussions, you will get noticed by more recruiters. And most importantly, it's going to help you build your network. I don't know how many of you have used the groups feature on Facebook. I know, I know it's a dead app for many of you that are listening, but just hear me out. The groups feature on both of these sites are fantastic places to learn, to connect, and to share. Depending on the group, there's so much information that's shared daily that can help you learn general knowledge about the industry, tips and tricks for your career, and information on the daily happenings within fashion. It's also a great resource to use when searching for more people that are in your industry, and sometimes even more niche depending on the group that you're a part of. If you participate in discussions, not only are you going to be building a stronger image, but you'll also be more familiar to those in the group. And if you decide to request them as contacts, they're going to feel more comfortable accepting you than if you were just sending them a blind request. Finally, it's also a great place to share things like industry news or even personal projects. Just be sure that you carefully understand the rules of the group before sharing anything that's personal or that's strictly related to your particular experience or career. Now, if there isn't a group that has what you're looking for, you can start your own. Make this as niche down or as broad as you like. Share the information that you want to see and set the rules and the tone of your group. I definitely recommend this option if you have a blog or a website or if you don't see a particular subject or an area represented on the site itself. Now that we've gotten all of the networking out of the way, the final tip to make your LinkedIn experience powerful and productive is setting specific alerts for jobs. This is one of my favorite features on the site or the app itself because it gives you the opportunity to be alerted when jobs that have specific keywords are posted. The best part about this is that you can set as many alerts as your heart desires. You can also make this as specific as you want it to be. For example, if you're looking for a fully remote role within merchandising at a footwear company, you can set that specific alert anytime something is posted that includes those specifications. If this is the route that you take though, I highly recommend having multiple alerts. One can be as specific as this example, and others can be a bit more broad or include broader keywords. For example, using the filters mentioned above, you can make the second alert be for merchandising roles only, then a third alert for footwear company roles, and the fourth one for fully remote fashion positions. While it does sound a little overwhelming, the alerts don't come that often, and this way, you'll have more chances to find something that you're looking for without pigeonholing yourself to just one very specific job alert. In the end, LinkedIn is an essential platform for professionals looking to connect with others in their industry while showcasing their skills and their experience. If you're job hunting or looking to advance your career, it's important to make sure that your LinkedIn profile stands out to recruiters and accurately represents your experience in a way that highlights the best areas within your career. Now, as promised, here's a quick recap to remind you of all the points that were made in this episode. Number one, update your personal LinkedIn URL to showcase your name. If your name is taken, use a middle initial or even a number to make it as personal and close to your name as possible. Remember that this part of the URL is case sensitive, which means if you use a capital letter, this is how you must always write it or share it. Otherwise, people won't be able to access your profile. Number two, when selecting your profile picture, remember that's the first thing recruiters see when they visit your profile. So make sure to use a high quality, professional headshot that represents you well. Avoid selfies and group pictures. 
Number three, your summary is a great place to showcase your unique strengths and your accomplishments. Use it to tell your professional story, highlight your achievements, and explain why you're a good fit for the types of roles that you're interested in. Number four, take advantage of the featured area on your profile page. Adding media to your profile, such as videos, presentations, or even articles that you've written can help you stand out and showcase your skills and your expertise. Choose media that's relevant to the fashion industry and always showcase your talents and achievements. Number five, your experience area is what most resembles a resume on this platform, so be sure to fill it out accordingly. Make sure to use descriptive words and industry keywords to be more searchable to brands and to recruiters, and be mindful of your grammar. Number six, take advantage of the power LinkedIn has for building connections. So make sure to reach out to professionals within your industry. In addition to growing your network, this can help you get noticed by recruiters and give you access to job opportunities and valuable industry insights. Number seven, LinkedIn groups are a great way to connect with professionals in your industry and stay up to date on the latest industry trends. Join relevant groups and participate in discussions to get noticed by hiring managers, recruiters, and to build your network. And finally, use the job alerts feature to its fullest capacity. Use keywords and filters that fit into multiple alerts so that you have more choices for jobs to apply to. I hope this episode has been beneficial to you. It was one of my favorite ones to make because I know just how powerful and how beneficial LinkedIn can be for your career. Don't be afraid of reaching out to senior members of companies that you love or to people that currently have the positions that you're interested in pursuing. Be brief, be professional, and if possible, request an informational meeting that can take place over a Zoom call. Now, if you're not sure what to ask at this meeting, I have a cheat sheet with 40 questions that will help you ask specific industry questions and put you more at ease when speaking to industry leaders. The link to this cheat sheet can be found in my show notes. All right, my friend, if you found this episode helpful or if you know someone who could benefit from all of the tips and tricks I shared about LinkedIn today, please share this episode with them. Grab the link, text it to a friend, or better yet, I'd love for you to share it on social. I'll be back next week with more content to further your fashion career. Merry Christmas and the happiest of holidays. Bye for now. 